What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Joel Pearl, you ready to talk extremism? Tim and Joel call it in the ring. Pro wrestling. Pro wrestling extremist. Bray Wyatt has returned. He is very extreme. He's an extremist, one might say. I, I wouldn't go that far. ECW 2009 had the uh, the extremists down pack. You remember ECW when they rebranded and they did the WWE ECW? They called them extremists. Oh yeah, that was terrible. It was awful. They called all the all the men extremists and all the women were called vixens because they didn't want to call them divas. They wanted to be that. their own thing. That was brutal. It was awful. It was yeah. very bad. And this is coming as like a, I was an OG ECW lover. Yeah. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins coming out last night wearing his <laughs> airbrushed RVD thing, and everyone was just like, Seth "Oh, this is amazing!" Freaking Rollins. I enjoyed it. It was cute. It was cute. It was cute. He could have not done the pants. He should have just worn a singlet. Like, oh, that would have been something else. That would have been the ultimate troll job. We've all seen plenty of Seth Rollins. I think he could have done That's the true. singlet. Seth versus RVD in Saudi Arabia. What do you think? No, 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 don't bring back RVD. Although I saw him, he's still good, but you know, mm-hmm. like I don't, again, I'm not a big nostalgic kick guy. I'm fine without seeing RVD again. His best. Well, you're, you're going to love Raw this Monday. What? Is it Legends Night? <laughs> no, it's the DX 25th anniversary. Yeah, I know. Show. Whatever. Like, not like they can do anything interesting anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll see what happened because they did some pretty interesting stuff last night. Both. Was, oh, I will say, was that the kinkiest wrestling show ever? <laughs> Well, we're going to talk about it. It's we're going to talk about everything. Like every single thing had like a, oh, oh. <laughs> a little something to it. Yeah. And if you want to get a little something to it for us, how about you leave us a thumbs up here on this video? And you can leave a comment as well. If you're hanging out. Hey, Chad, how you doing? Good to see you. I see you there. I appreciate y'all. And you should subscribe to Fightful Overbooked. We're dropping content every day. Yes, we dragged asses last week. Jeremy Lambert got married. Congratulations to Jeremy and to his wife. Lovely people had a great time last week at their wedding. Uh, but we are back on track. We're going to start posting daily again, and we're looking forward to that. So subscribe to us here at Fightful Overbooked. Also, you can donate a super chat here on youtube.com slash Fightful Overbooked. It'll get your question or statement right on the air. It supports us as well and uh, gives us a little a little warm, tingly feeling in the bottom of our heart. Isn't that right, Tim? Mm. Mm, that's right mm. and our discord is open so go ahead link in the description of the video don't tell sean ross Sapp; he won't he won't believe that it exists anyway but we have an overbooked discord and we talk wrestling there and food and sports some people want to talk about the football because apparently the football is being played in the uk today so everyone's all yeah, jazzed about that go get your cheese heads or something i have no idea all right so they fly out the wisconsin team to- apparently <laughs> That's weird. I mean, here's the thing about here's the thing about oh I keep forgetting though that everyone on sports teams isn't even close to where they're from because it's all right. just a big bunch of made up nonsense. That's right. All you're supporting is the ownership being located in the town you live in, not the players. Ninety nine percent of the players ain't from there. It'd be great if we had a league that was just like, no, everyone's got to be from the place they're from, and if you suck, you suck. Do you imagine who could do that? What, like, could you do that? You could do that with hockey, I guess. You just, yeah, you do it with the massive cities, right? Like you, you'd need very, very large metropolises like New York City and Toronto and Chicago is probably fine. You have places with lots of people. Could you imagine? Well, first of all, I mean, I guess the Olympics are kind of like that. When you no, they're not at all because they also like just bullshit that. Like they, you, they no, ferry people. They do. Oh. They ferry people around quite a bit. Like it, it, you, if if you're not making a team in a certain country and you have any sort of claim, you can move to the other ones. Like it, it's it's a mess. You just have to obtain residence and prove that you have residence there. Yeah, but for an Olympian, it's easy, right? The government will help you. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. If you are an elite athlete, they are ready to bring you in and tell yeah, you, yeah, yeah. "Hey, look at this guy. He's from Kazakhstan, and really, he like grew up in Kalamazoo." Yeah, L- look into it. That's that's very common. Like. Anyway, we're going to talk about White Rabbit. We're going to talk about Extreme Rules. We got plenty to talk about. Graham kicks us off with a super chat saying this Tim Hortons coffee is brought to you by Tedge. Uh, I know for a fact that you didn't watch GCW last night. Me? Yes. Oh, yeah. I heard what happened in the main event. Okay. So, uh, spoilers for those who haven't watched it yet. In the main event, it was a career versus title. Mox put up his GCW world title against Nick Gage. And if Nick Gage didn't win, he was going to be forced to retire. Now... Let's face it. We all knew Nick wasn't going anywhere. And they announced that Mox also signed a new contract extension with AEW like the night before. Uh, And in the match, they had Stokely Hathaway show up with 
W. Morrissey, a.k.a. Tedge, the love child of Test and Edge. I Listen, I love that they did it. They kind of brought in a little bit of AEW to this GCW title match. And who knows? Maybe they'll do some more with it. It was a pretty good main event. It was... Um, I love Nick Gage. He he sometimes is a little bit slow on the step, but uh, those two had a really good storytelling match, and I enjoyed it. Mm. It was just weird seeing Stokely and W. Morrissey show up at GCW, but I'm excited. It should be fun to watch how that plays out. Yeah, that is fun. And, you know, Nick Gage keeps getting to wrestle or do <laughs> whatever he... T- Tim oh, I don't. I don't have everybody. any with the Olympics. It's just... Um, I was just saying that the like the nationality thing is a bit arbitrary because it, it yeah, adapts everybody. Is, like. You you famously hate everybody and everything. That's not true at all. Every time we talk, you're just like, I hate this person. Yeah. It's, I hate. If I ask you, hey, you want, you want to go to Dynamite on Wednesday? You're like, no, I hate Ticketmaster. Oh, but yeah, but everyone should hate Ticketmaster. That's true. Everyone. If you, if you ain't hating, you ain't you ain't aware. You ain't open living. Your, open your mind. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, free was it free your head? Free yeah. your taste. Yeah, you oh feed your brain. God. Feed your head. Great song, though. That white rabbit followed me to Cleveland. It followed me to Toronto. Uh, it, it's weird. It, it was just lurking me out, buddy. Yep. A lot of white rabbit stuff. People are asking, are we going to Dynamite? We'll see. You want to buy me a ticket? You can do it's it in 100. the Super Chat right there. I am paying go. that for wrestling. There's no cheapest, wrestling on this earth that I care that much about. Sorry. Cheapest price. Cheapest price for a ticket right now seems to be about $116 Canadian, which like is 75 American. But uh, I don't want to pay those prices. I'm sorry. I don't. Uh, Sean's going to be in town. I will probably hang out with him. And if you're hanging out, if you find Sean, then I'll probably be around. And uh, I'm supposed to do a, a Q&A with Jimmy for select at one point. So we'll get to that. Um, someone's asking in the chat, what are my thoughts on Impact having pay-per-views on Friday? And they say they think it's insane. I, I'm not a big fan. It seems to be kind of insane to me. Like, Yeah, not a big fan. I would have loved to have watched SmackDown in full instead of having to speed run it. And then I watched Battle of the Belts. I didn't bother with Rampage. I just read the results, to be perfectly honest. Maybe I'll go back and watch Rampage. But honestly, mm-hmm. both AEW shows were largely inconsequential. So it didn't matter. So I speed ran SmackDown, knowing that we had a pay-per-view to talk about. And uh, yeah, you know, it, listen, I'm... They're doing Hard to Kill on Friday the 13th of January. And I'm like, that's cute. I like that they, they took Friday the 13th to do it. But again, they're doing it at the cost of potentially... I was about to say, did they the rearrange their entire yearly calendar just so they could nail one that. Friday the 13th? It's fine. It's going to be the show where Matt Cardona wins the Impact World Championship anyway. So what do Hell I yeah. Much I'm very deserves. excited with that. So anyway, uh, long story short, I, I'm going to continue watching the Impact shows on Fridays probably going to try and watch those live and then just speed run through whatever's important on the other shows because i can take it or leave it but i'd rather watch the impact stuff right now mainly yeah. because it's my beat and because it's been entertaining i miss can impact. i add something to that I miss impact you it's can watch impact i don't have time you want to talk about the other stuff you have a whole other show to talk about impact that's true i do every thursday at 10, 10 p.m I'm trying to balance. yeah you see i talk right over your plug take that aha <laughs> Make Good on you. Watch not impact. <laughs> next uh, next Thursday, I believe Steven Jensen's going to be joining me because Crest is still gallivanting all across mm. California, TwitchCon and beyond. Tim, let's talk about extreme rules. Mm. Things got so, extreme six times. We got kinky. We Tell did. Me. It was very. It was very much the through thread in that in that show. <laughs> Uh, a lot of people really enjoyed the opening contest of the Brawl and Brutes and Imperium. Mm-hmm, I did too. Mm-hmm, it was very mm-hmm. good. What did you think? There, there was a lot. Yeah, a lot going on. They had uh, somebody's recently removed bar placed at ringside for some reason. That was fun because the bar, I guess. Yeah, they said the uh, it's bar. a Donnie Brook. It's a Donnie Brook. Yeah, uh, they had a good fight. It was a lot of a lot of fun. They hit really hard. That uh, like what? Christ bomb. What's it called? Are you talking about the, 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 the crucifix bomb? Crucifix bomb. Thank you. Um, onto the announce table was tremendous. Gunther took, took it. Uh, right person lost. Like, you know, they fed the pin to, was it, it was Ludwig, Ludwig, right? They, or was didn't it they Vinci? It, it, you're right. It was Vinci. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was well done. You know, Seamus just ate two L's. They got to give him something. I totally see why that happened. It's fine. Yeah, they did that weird finish uh, on SmackDown with the Intercontinental Championship, and I'm sure they'll try and explain it away. But uh, the match was very good. 
I, it's just one of those matches where like these six men just want to beat the shit out of each other. Let them. That's the thing. I love thing. seeing. I love when guys are like willing to lay it in. Like it. It's just you know. What are you here for? Like, what are you building all those muscles for? Like, if not it, it, extra padding, like in some ways it was a very like indie rific six man. Because, oh yeah. Like, big time. It was just a free for all of like spot, 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 spot. But yeah, the, the, it was like, there are stakes, but the stakes are not necessarily um, big over the top, like television wrestling. It was just like, Hey, these six guys want to beat the shit of each other. There are good guys and bad guys cheer for the ones you want. And I was fine with that. It was really good stuff. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, yeah, so Sheamus looks strong, gets the win, pins Vinci, and uh, I guess we'll do it one more time in Saudi Arabia with Gunther. I don't know. I, yeah, I'm I'm getting kind of worried that they if they because these matches are good that they're just going to like belt up Sheamus for this so that he can do the the Grand Slam and then kind of hot potato it back to Gunther. But that like that really undermines what they've been doing with Gunther. So like I think they should just move on. Like, just get yeah. them different dance partners at this point. You can keep Seamus in a high profile because he has been, like, the most consistent worker for years now. Like, You're in a weird spot only because backstage, Seamus and Triple H are pally pals, yeah. very close from years back. And Triple H also loves Gunter and Imperium. and like, Rightfully so. Like, rightfully money so. Money there, they, yeah. Yeah, there's money and they perform well and they are largely... Um, not problematic. They're well liked, so it just works. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're right. You you can't really hot potato the title because it just they did that with the women's tag titles, and look where that landed them. Aaliyah is MIA, and who knows where she's gone. But uh, you just can't. I don't think you can do that with the Intercontinental Championship just no. to appease Sheamus and be like, here's your 35 year watch or something like that. Yeah, and like they're also building Gunther to be like next generation talent, right? Like he needs to be the guy at some point down the road, so they got to keep him hot. Yeah, we'll talk about Gritty and the Miz later on because that thing was a very funny through thread throughout the it entire is, night. It was good. Uh, Liv Morgan and Ronda Rousey that went basically um, how we expected oh, in terms of the results. It sure did. Away. Match was fine. Match was a little. Close it was fine. There's a lot of bats to asses. That was that was funny. Yes, seriously. No, no complaints here. That was hilarious. And that, like I said, they they put together a gimmick bat and like that first strike when Ronda hit her in the gut, like that. I was like, oh my god, you finally used a weapon that you can't actually use in a way that isn't totally horrible. Again, why you know hit them in the head? <laughs> That's the most effective thing. But obviously, like you know, every time you introduce a weapon like that, it's the same thing with the sword. That like you can only go so far with it. So it, it, it's Triple H's sledgehammer where he puts his hand over the front of it, and it's it's like you know they did the best that I've seen WWE do with something like that in a while in that match. So I'm actually pretty okay with that. Like I say, everyone just smacking each other in the ass with a baseball bat. It's just kind of funny. I like how they kept trying to say that Ronda was working over the leg, and meanwhile I'm just like, you can say the thigh. It's yeah. okay. Like upper she's thigh. Clearly smack <laughs> like, yeah. That's okay. I, I noticed that uh, Ronda's gear was tap out with with a thesaurus like it was just tap out brand but let's we can't use their font so submit it's like okay uh hey by the way best podcast specific intro music thank you and uh that is actually tim's band so uh go ahead check them out you want to plug them new ep origins out for iduna iduna on spotify there you go go check them out iduna they're all music everywhere yeah. It's funny. Uh, I was friends with literally every member of the band except for Tim first. So mm-hmm. <laughs> then mm-hmm. here we are, Tim and I doing a show for the last two and a bit years, uh, <laughs> all about pro wrestling. And we're both bass players. So uh, yeah. that's how it works. So Ronda wins the SmackDown Women's Championship. She, uh, as someone says in the chat, s- Ronda sat on Liv's head and Liv smiled. And it's true. This got weird and I don't like where it's going. And I don't, <laughs> I'm just like, ah, oh, crap. Did like, you see the digital exclusive in the back where Megan no. Rand looking for her? No. So they did exactly what you think they would do. She's no. in the back and she's like crunched up in a corner and she's not smiling, but she looks kind of dejected, but she's not. Yeah. She's kind of jokering. This is Liv's Joker origin story. She was ew. wearing the Joker colors. It was all of ew. that stuff. Massive. ew. hate everything about it. Uh, here's the thing. I don't want to watch someone who was having a hard time making an interesting version of themselves work. I don't want to watch them act as a villain because they're not going to be any good. Like, sorry, Liv, but it's just getting over as someone who had a personality was hard enough. I don't believe that you can kind of fake uh, a villain. Also, I'm so sick of that crap. 
Like, I hate this love for the Joker so much. It's so, so old. Damn lame and dated. Yeah. I blame Penta for that one. Penta with his Joker. Uh, gear. Hideous. All hideous. It looks good, but it's like you break no, it out a lot. And yeah, I'm it's, I don't know. It's, it's broken just out on ramp. Clashing too. colors. Like, it's not my favorite thing. I get it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Sure, punchline. Punchline. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I love it. But um, listen, if this is the a new character development for Liv, I'm okay with that because we just saw her do an entire like title run as plucky underdog Liv Morgan. Yeah, which wasn't, and yeah. it wasn't great. I and will they were say, trying to figure out how to tell that story. I've been crediting her because her, her stuff has been improving in terms of like the backstagers. Mm-hmm. But like that's a big jump. They're going to have to take their sweet time getting there if I'm going to be on board with it. Like, it can't be a 180 shift. And also, when you get to a hardcore match or anything like that where there's plunder, um, it could be a little sloppy. And I don't really hate that. Yeah, it's yeah. Okay. again, like, they did the the senton spot again. Uh, yes. It's fine. Like, it's all fine. I didn't, I didn't hate the match. I saw a lot of people really, like, crapping on it. I didn't think it was that bad. Um, it got more time than I expected. Uh, the finish was chaos. I don't know what Ronda Love was it. doing, but it was like, it was more believable. Like, I'll give him that. So, yeah. So Ronda Rousey's the champion. Who's the, oh, first but one? here we go. Let's, let's address the real through thread again. You know, she smiled when she passed out from being choked. <laughs> That's right. The cake Just saying, like, there is a through thread here after taking all Rhea, the bats to the behind. <laughs> Rhea Ripley's in the back watching the match and be like, that bitch, you took my gimmick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a good theme. I really enjoyed this. Ronda versus Ripley in a choke out, choke off, thigh choke off. Jesus. Anyway, let's move on. Scarlett was with Karrion Cross and played big role in Karrion Cross getting the win over Drew McIntyre in a strap match. Uh, it was fine. Yeah, again, t- a totally serviceable match. Very Karrion Cross match. Very like Karrion yes. Cross. And then it's, it was. It was. It wasn't asked. by. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish, finish it wasn't your... bad by any means. Anyway, it was very um, distracted. Yeah, uh, through thread again. Strap match. <laughs> also, Somebody asked me what Scarlett's wearing. <laughs> Uh, she's she's apparently, according to people, she's wearing lingerie. And I don't really think that's true, but I, I that's think those are people who just never is. seen people wear lingerie before. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a leather cat suit. It was her. Exactly. It was the, her DC inspired Catwoman outfit. Sure. We had Joker. We had Catwoman. Did anyone cosplay as Batman? I mean, technically Bray with that mask. You know, he looked more like the gargoyles from the Tim Burton Batman. <laughs> oh, there you go. He looked more yeah. like the gargoyles from the TV show Gargoyles. Gargoyles, great show. Good show. Yeah. Uh, ahead so, of its time very deep for for a children's show is a bit much there's a whole weird story about that you should look into it oh um, uh, apparently they were on the bump i haven't watched the bump since they moved to one o'clock when they were on in the mornings i could sit and watch the bump yeah, while i was yeah, working yeah. now that it's on in the afternoons i'm like actually working so i can't pay attention to it um somebody asked me about carrying cross and whether or not I see him as a main event act. And and I very basically said, no, not right now. The way that no, he's presented I think right he now, there. he could get there. Right now he is, you know, uh, just before the main event. He's like the, the upper mid card. And that's fine. Yeah. There's a place for him there. Uh, there's opportunity for him to move up. One of the worst parts about Cross and NXT was that all of his dance partners were like super duper work rate guys. He had the Johnny Gargano's and the Tommaso yeah. Ciampa's and the Adam Cole babies. And that's fine. Like it, it was a challenge for him. And a lot of the matches was just him trying to swat down the guys as they kept trying to take, you know, shots at him. Yeah. Now he's actually working against bigger guys who are more that WWE style, that land of the giant style, which is fine. The attractions. And there's an opportunity there. He's, he's not a bad wrestler. Like I've seen him work. No. And that's how you suplex looks awesome like 90 yeah. percent of the time really into a saido suplex um a few times i've been like you gotta lay in that like the the your naked joke <laughs> yeah. like you gotta lay that in because it looks so bad when you don't and again the risk of you actually hurting someone is so minimal like you're in complete control just make sure that your arm meat touches their neck meat like it's not that hard <laughs> yeah so cross gets the win with the cross hammer after scarlet uh bear maces 
I love, I love the contrast of that versus the fireball that didn't work. She's just like, you know what? Let's get back to basics. I'm just going to mace this fool. <laughs> so I was on the PW Torch uh, live cast that they were doing, the watch along. And I said, this was their make good for the fireball doing the bear yeah. mace spot. <laughs> and like, it's true. It was like, we messed up the fireball spot. So let's uh, get some mace. And let's just, just mace some motherfucker in his eyes. <laughs> Yeah, that was it was pretty good. I got no no real complaints with that. You know, it, I'm tired of watching Drew take L's, but I get what they like we said, they're they're in a tough position with this one, so that was fine. Um it this is was, what it is. This, this works because they're gonna do it again, and that's yes. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it again yeah. in Saudi, do a I don't know, do a uh, you're not allowed here match where Scarlet is uh banned from the country yeah, and yeah. Uh, we'll be fine. Then he Cross has also got to wear the mask again. That's how oh you got to do God. it. Oh, God. Yeah. Going all the way back, back to 2021. I, uh, I, uh, it's fine. Uh, yeah. Again, there's more story to be told from this, and I'm okay with that. So let's move on. Many people shouting out Marseille's tweet, and it was pretty great. Was what was like, it? I missed it. She, he was just like, oh, my God. She sprayed him with Marseille. I retweet it. You can see it online. All right. That's a good look at that. Because I was, I was doing other stuff at the time. Yeah, but that's yeah, very was, funny. It was very funny. Uh, Bianca Belair and Bailey in the Raw Women's Championship ladder match. Very good match. A Might be my favorite match. match of the night. Yeah. I really Bailey did not win the Raw no. Women's Championship. Take that. Your assumptions. <laughs> That's right. People like I said, I did like, not need. We do not need to see another like got all the gold faction in WWE right now. You've got that with Roman's thing, and it's taken up like a ton of real estate. Bailey didn't need to win that. Like, and keep uh, Bianca Belair star because like you need to like you know there's a lot of make good to be done there, and you need to keep her strong for a while so that when she does drop the belt, she stays in the main event picture. Like. I Which they've like, done. Like she is solidified now, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. She is like a, a now like top person for the rest of like her career. It feels like Bianca is going to get Rhea next, which is what it was supposed to be months ago before Rhea was injured. And now that Rhea has been um, active again, or at least doing doing the moves, as they say, uh, it, we could be seeing Belair and Rhea somewhere soon, probably after Survivor Series, mm-hmm. and that might be the next big threat to Bianca Belair. Totally. I'm fine with that. Bailey uh, looked good in defeat. Mm-hmm. You had the the you had Io Sky, Io Sky and um, Dakota Kai come down. It's hard to say those two names together. I know. Time. The rhyming. I know. the Io, Io and Kai. So you had them come down and uh, eat uh, double... <laughs> Sorry, that's funny. They 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 hit the double. Um, what what she call? It? Oh my god, KOD, and uh, they had trouble getting into position. Yeah, and yeah, I had yeah. a very good time watching they that. Got I mean, that was a dangerous. Like yeah. you know, you could have done face on face, or like you know, it could have hit heads at that point. So you could tell that they were trying to angle their bodies so that they were more of an X on her shoulder, which yeah. they did it in the end. Like they, she got there, um, and, and then, then they made up for it with the finish spot. Like that that on the ladder was done pretty well. Like I really enjoyed that. It was very interesting trying to do a KOD with Bailey holding a. She half could have of just ladder. let go of the ladder, but yeah, <laughs> was like, that I was just was like, why don't you just let go? You knew you. I don't know. There's so happened. much of that. Like I said, why are you not hitting them in the head with a baseball bat? Like that's a lot more effective. Like why? Are you, like why? Why aren't you just constantly kicking people in the crotch? Like there's a lot, a lot of suspension and disbelief with wrestling, right? A lot of kicking in crotches. That's what we yeah. do. Like the second uh, it becomes a no rules match, I'm just kicking for the crotch nonstop. Like both feet, like no Oscar, no bliss, no Candice LeRae to Good. back up Bianca Belair. It makes her look very strong yeah. with the win. Uh, I like that. And also I think having bliss out there would have had too many people being like, oh, is this when Blair, is this when Bray's coming out? Is this when it's going to happen? Is this how it's yeah, going to start? Keep those too far apart. <laughs> For now, we'll see what happens in Survivor Series. Either way, Bianca gets the win. Now we roll into Survivor Series. So instead of having one team have all the gold, it's going to be uh, maybe a little different. Maybe both yeah. sides will be a little more balanced. Like I said, uh, have, have, have Bailey be like player coach to them right now. Like War Games still... Ronda. Yeah. <laughs> Please no. Um, okay, so let's talk about Gritty, and let's talk about Miz, and then we'll talk about I Quit. Because I quit was a long ass match. Yeah, man. 
so gritty is following the miz around all night and miz is just like no that's got to be that's got to be dexter but it's clearly yeah, obviously not. first of all i love how it was like what's gritty doing here gritty what the hell he do i'm like gritty lives in the arena yeah he's he got a he's got a room he's, yeah <laughs> he's got an in-law suite it's like a little thing he's got he doesn't even have an oven he's got a hot plate yeah. with like a, a hot little... plate oh man sad ass gritty yeah that's right well listen gritty gritty survives on mac and cheese that's why he's so orange and you just need a hot plate for that so they they do a whole bunch of backstage stuff with the Miz, and it's hilarious stuff. And the whole time, I'm just thinking you have to team up Gritty and the Miz in a WrestleMania 40 match. That's the way it is. They're, or they're going to revisit that at WrestleMania 40. Specifically, Gritty. Specifically, Gritty. <laughs> where's, Originally, where's WrestleMania? It's in it's in LA. It's in Philly. No, it's in Philly next year. Next year. Next year. Oh, okay. So we have yeah, 39 in LA, and then if, next if year, Miz yeah. is still going. Then yeah, 100. He'll be going until he's 98. It's like, true because he's ever so the well. safe worker. Like I said, he he was throwing punches and pulling them a mile away, even though Gritty is wearing three inches of foam. Like <laughs> his stomach again, is nowhere you near can that lay stuff. it in a little bit. My God, did y'all not play fight as children? Like. Well, you didn't pull your punches when you were play fighting as a kid? You did, but you don't need to be that far away. It's okay if you tap them a little bit. As long as you're try you're not trying to knock them out, they will be okay. Like why, why didn't he try to jersey? Right? That's what pretty. I said. The low-hanging fruit. Just jersey his ass. Like it's because his head's so damn big. Well, I don't know. Miz is also from the West Coast, is he not? He's from Cleveland. Oh. Idiot. He knows. He hockey. lives in LA, but now he he grew up in Cleveland. Yeah. Anyway, so he should know about failing sports teams. Mm-hmm. Spend enough time in Cleveland, I can say that now. Um, <laughs> one, one day, two days. <laughs> one day Cleveland, two days Akron, we're good. Uh, you know what? The only other thing that I would do with Gritty at WrestleMania 40 is team him up with Edge and do Ed, call him Grit and Gritty. Edge ain't making it to WrestleMania 40, remember? Not at this rate. Him and Balor have a 28-hour I quit match. Oh, my God. Um, it was Listen, it wasn't bad, but it was one of those, like, this could be... 10 minutes shorter and they didn't have to do so many weird teases and then the beth stuff was great like honestly like having beth show up and it was everything that we kind of expected and wanted out of this match yeah, yeah exactly yeah. the way we expected it to add but it was so funny it, it yeah was and match. like you know i've called in my, like i knew what was going to happen and how it was going to go down the second beth showed up i was like okay that's how Edge is going to lose this, and they're going to do, and she's going to threaten it, and then she's going to do it anyway, and they did it all, and it was just like, yeah, that, it was good. Like, I have no complaints about it. There's no other way to do it. Like, it's just, it writes itself. It's, it's you know, again, the low-hanging fruit of that, but I don't mind it, because why work harder than you need to for this feud? Speaking of low-hanging fruit, Edge kicks uh, Dominic in the dick. That was great. Kicked, and then he's as he's walking away with them victorious he's grabbing his peen it's very funny <laughs> as he should it's very yeah. stuff. uh yeah a long edge match oh yeah who would have thought who would have thought, thought it would have lasted long yeah and you know what again it was one of those things where it's like someone's got to tell edge like shave five minutes and you're gonna be golden they'll give you five like, stars yeah it's not he's not going spot to spot to spot we're getting five minutes of everyone lying on the ground gasping for air <laughs> like, ask him ask him <laughs> it's all that match was just deep breaths and i and and i don't want to uh so obviously the 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 high point of that match was getting edge to say i quit because you had ria with beth set up for the concerto and i'm sitting there i'm just like she's gonna do it anyway and it's gonna be delicious yeah of course she's gonna do it anyway like edge well you should know this like i'm pretty sure he's done that he's done it yeah (laughs) He knows. And it was just kind of like, oh, I quit. Because he, I, I, I think he knew there was no saving his wife at that and point. And he was tired. He was just tired. He was like, oh, I'm so sleepy. I need a break. He's, he's tired. He's hurt. And he works with children as he chomps down on muffins and drinks. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. So they'll do it in Saudi. They'll do a mixed tag. But do you do a mixed tag or a mixed six man? And you add Rey Mysterio. Well, okay. I think they should do Dominic. the mixed six man. But I think it's just going to be the tag, which is a little bit underwhelming. Why is it underwhelming? Because I think I think you should fe- if you've been featuring Dominic so heavily in this, he should be in it. Like mm-hmm. Dominic and Rhea versus Ray and Beth, not Edge. That's fine. Do that tag team instead. <laughs> it's worthy of Saudi. I'll tell you that much. Like <laughs> suddenly Angie knows how to work, so it's Angie and Ray. Oh my! Oh my God! God. Could you imagine? Just Wonderful. Dolce crap flying everywhere. <laughs> 
wait, wait, they're Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. They're Louis Vuitton, yeah. Sorry. Um, I wouldn't listen, I wouldn't hate doing the six man because it like you said, it should be some sort of payoff with Dominic and Ray. Yeah. Uh or do you have Dominic and Ray as their own standalone match? I don't think they've done the work for that yet. Like I think we're gonna get there slower because like they did they, you know, he stomped his face in this match, but they haven't had they need more interactions, more little things like that before they get to the actual one on one. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fine. Like make a um, meal out of it, right? Like you're only gonna get to do this once. Like you could, I mean, you could build it all the way to the rumble. You can have one exactly. leather, just like we, and it's funny. Cause we've talked about that spot for like three years now where it's been like, and Dominic eliminates Ray and he's that's going to turn. He's going to turn. Yeah. He's gonna turn. Uh, and instead it's going to be, we've already done the turn. And do you have the two interact at, d- does this build to WrestleMania? Cause if you do it as a WrestleMania match, it's gotta be like career. Oh, it'll have a, a step. Yeah. 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 Which is fine. It, like, I think they could do that. Yeah, you're not going to unmask Rey Mysterio again. You've already done that. And yeah, you also don't like need to. Everyone ago. knows what he looks like. <laughs> He's not True. good at keeping his, like. He doesn't need to. After 98 no, yeah, happened, yeah, he exactly, was like, we got yeah. this. You should have, uh, you should, yeah, you should do Dom and Ray at, at WrestleMania with Kevin Nash as a special guest referee. <laughs> just, <laughs> just towering above both of them. <laughs> just like hands on the heads as they're like. <laughs> I'm the guy who got him to take his mask off the first time. So here we go. <laughs> You got a bottle of red for me and we'll go. Hey, some ravioli at ringside. Let's go. All right. Oh my God. I don't know why he suddenly turns into Owen Wilson. Okay. All right. Wow. 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 It's a lot deeper when he does it though. Our main event is fight pit. No, 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 no. We missed missed this one. Finn comes out in a weird studded gimp mask. <laughs> who someone accurately pointed out Finn is going through an identity crisis like the guy's wearing bandanas he's wearing that weird mask like what? who are you as soon as he took as soon as he had to put on pants it just blew his mind and he's like how do how do I stand out <laughs> meanwhile he's got eight abs like so he's he, yeah he comes out wearing that gimp meets hellraiser meets daft punk mask yeah. i'm surprised it wasn't led that yeah, mask. Yeah, yeah, that would have been some, hilarious. Just some purple, uh, like slow throb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's given penis. I don't know. He just shows up and he's wearing this mask, and it's fine. It's like just very strange. Uh, and some people were just pointing out all the ridiculousness of, of Finn Balor, including yeah, he, he used to wear a bandana when he was doing prison, prison Finn, prison Mike, prison. Finn. Oh, and he's got the gang colors in the back pocket while he's running too. It's like okay. <laughs> and it does look very cool because he's got his little his little cape flapping behind him when he does his runs. But like, it's it's just funny. <laughs> Careful with the throw, <laughs> slow throw. It was already enough. For it. It's true. Dum dum. Uh, it was whatever. It was fine. Yeah, it was funny. But I've got no. It was very funny. It was, all, it was just a long match. As soon as I saw they were getting like they were getting a lot of time, I was like. Mm. Finn, Finn saw Ed show up at Cardiff with that weird generico mask. Yeah, yeah and he's yeah. like, "Hold my beer." <laughs> <laughs> hold hold my meth and uh, here we go so main event like we were saying uh matt riddle seth rollins and fight pit daniel cormier comes out and everyone's just like this looks like somebody ate daniel cormier no, he's, he's he's retired man <laughs> you, True. He had hard t- you remember the towel it wasn't easy when he was on like someone said uh, the fiend's no longer coming back because daniel cormier ate the fiend <laughs> He ate the white rabbit. And oh, I said, you eat man. the right rabbit, we become the white rabbit. That's just how it goes. Too. Daniel Cormier is the fiend. So. He, was, he was honestly kind of underwhelming in this. Like, they had that? nothing for him. They had no ideas to give him other than, I don't know, go out there, be a ref, and when someone touches you, be a little mean about it. Like My favorite part of that match is when Seth and Riddle go up to the second yeah. level, and he's just like DC's like, ain't no I ain't way. climbing that. No, like, you didn't pay me, y'all didn't pay me enough. You didn't put a ladder in the ring. There is no way for me to climb. I ain't doing it. And Seth is just talking shit. He's just yelling out, like, "What are you gonna do? Come up here!" <laughs> and Cormier's just like, "Well, he got me there." It was the match itself was actually a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, do you like what they did to Fight Pit with the? Uh, they did the colors around the um, the top of the cage. They did the LEDs underneath and the extra lighting coming into the cage itself or into the yeah. ring. Yeah, I did. I, I thought it was fine. I thought it was interesting. A um, lot of camera real estate they could have done better with. Like they had yeah. those gaping corners that they could have just had them stand up on the on the 
on the steps and kind of squeeze in there for a bit more of an unobstructed shot. Not to mention, just put stuff in the corners and tell them not to mess it up. Like they had one GoPro style thing that could have been better, um, but they could have had one in every corner. You know, like the crane shots were some of the better ones, but they only could really employ them once they were up on the top platform, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though they had something that was doing an overhead, they had two cameras in like a crane position. So I, I don't know. It was it was interesting. There's a lot to work with with that. I'd be happy to see it again. Um, the only thing that kind of got me is is like you got to get him down here, and no one just like dumped his ass down. Like I think that would have been a better ending spot than the senton was because I thought that was a little bit botched. He just got um, he got he got rightfully a little bit nervous and you saw his knees go down before the rest of his body and like it still looked cool but i don't think that it had the effect that they were going for with the planning so i thought like just have him like get him down here and he's like okay and just shovels his ass down you can take that spot pretty safely like and michael cole then had the excuse to yell like mick foley held a cell you know it, it's giving hell in a cell yeah, was like, oh, that was when he did that botched buckle bomb too, and it was like, oh, oh it was so man, bad. It didn't look great. That. No, but I think they were both they got afraid. It, they got it at the right angle to make it look okay. Like it's just, yeah, you could tell that there was they're both scared. Like which is again, yeah, no the last thing you want, like, yeah, the last thing you want is petrifying. that thing breaking, like that 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 chain link fence breaking, especially and, from the top of it. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think that there's a lot of potential there as a new match style. They just need to keep working it. And we've seen crazy stuff on NXT for it. It's just like yeah. now they gotta rework it for the for the main show, I think. Riddle does the Broton, possibly breaks his ass in the process. <laughs> he seem we were like, mm, is that real pain? That <laughs> he was, was like, real ah! <laughs> Again, and, like uh, he, it would have been fine if he just kind of had the confidence to do it and you just saw his knees like he he went down before and didn't have the distance to do it comfortably. It was just he got, he got a little scared and it kind of made it scarier. And then eventually they do the uh the triangle choke and then Seth hits power bombs, which is great. I, I love yeah, that, yeah, that a little Seth bit of left strong ish despite him losing perpetually. Like and then Riddle keeps it in and he gets the tap out from Rollins. Uh it was a very quick, very sudden finish. Yep. Uh, don't know if that was a timing thing. Don't know what that's about, or if it was just like a we had to get out of here because the crowd they were really wants. Like, yeah. Well, they were. That's and, the thing with network. Like, you couldn't. But they were like, we yeah, gotta yeah, get exactly. this reveal out of the way. Um. So, which? Let's, let's oh my it. god, how they did that! Like on the way there, with the going to the to the copyright notice and everything. <laughs> I was that's like, wait, what? What are they doing? Yeah, I was like, no way. They ain't going to do that. And then, of course, they did not. They just shut all the lights out. And I was like, oh. And then a Are very... we still on the air? Yeah, yeah, which was a nice touch. Thank you, Michael Cole, for that. Also, we should say we should mention, like, Corey Graves and Michael Cole are now the perpetual PLE commentary team, which I don't I don't Not hate. necessarily. They said not it. They explicitly said did that. Did they? Oh, yeah, okay. at the I top of the that. show. At the top of the show, they were like, we are the PLE team. Like okay. one from Raw, one from SmackDown, and like give, given their veterancy, that makes perfect sense. Like it's a kind of a no brainer. I'm not a huge Corey Graves guy, but he's not bad. Like he's fine. It's just, I would prefer if it was just Wade Barrett, like because I love him. Like yeah. him and Michael Cole, great pairing. Love this. Glad this is the new SmackDown team. Raw. I don't. I don't like me, Kevin. Yeah, like KP. He's 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 okay. I didn't. He, I didn't like him backstage, so like I don't know why I'm gonna like him even more. Like he's uh, he's kind of inconsequential, exactly, and that's okay. That's fine as long as he's calling the moves and as long as he's doing a, a, a good enough job. I'm okay with it. We'll see. I honestly think that Corey and Byron had a better dynamic, but we'll see. Listen, the only thing I'm not looking forward to, I, I'm I'm seriously contemplating skipping Tuesdays. Because I don't want to listen to oh, Booker T. On they it. have made that show unwatchable for me now. I like yeah. that was it. That that's the last straw. I don't want to <laughs> listen to Booker <laughs> T. For any amount of time. Like I will take Jericho screaming at me. Period. Chats like gonna, chats, easily. That's gonna be like that's what did it. <laughs> that but I haven't I haven't been watching it for a long time. But now I ain't coming back. Like that's all that solidified. I'll, listen, I am who I am. I'll probably still watch it. But yeah, man, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna sit there being like, fuck it, Booker T. It's something else. Anyway, um, where were we off before I got on this tangent? Um, the lights go down, and yes. are we still Michael on Cole, the air? Are we still on the air? Great touch, fantastic. So they've done this before with a lot of NXT takeovers, where the 
the, 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 the copyright screen goes up and then goes down and then something happens and it's great and yep. it, it's cool stuff. Uh, they do a whole big old tease and the crowd is just hot. They know something's coming. They know what's happening. We get an arrhythmic whole world in his hands. Yes. <laughs> that was great. Me. That. I don't know, but that annoyed the hell out of me because it was so not, there was no flow, no rhythm to it. Just like a choking out that code orange did a tweet with the white, white rabbit thing. So it makes me think it was one of the guys from that band, which yeah, they got the lack rhythm of rhythm band. there. Yeah. No surprise. Did you? Uh, just, I know we're going to go off on a tangent in a second. Yeah, yeah. You can put, put us back on tangent if you want with the super chat. I don't care. Um, so, did, did you have you seen the Sebastian Bach and Ronnie Radke bullshit? <laughs> That's two names I don't want to hear anything about. Right. So, I'm not going to go too deep into it, but I watch a lot of like Justin Hawkins videos from The Darkness. Do you, you familiar with Justin Hawkins? I'm familiar with Justin Hawkins because they put out one amazing album, then too much heroin and mediocrity ever since. <laughs> So Justin Hawkins has a YouTube channel called Justin Hawkins Rides Again. I just gave away one of my bits. If you ever see me tweet at random hours, yeah. Justin Hawkins, it's him doing his, I'm watching a bunch of Justin Hawkins Rides Again video. <laughs> anyway, um, he, he, he talked about the Sebastian Bach and Ronnie Radke thing. And the whole time, he doesn't know how to pronounce Ronnie Radke's last name. So he's calling him Ronnie Radke. Radke. And I'm just laughing my ass off because it's stop giving him that much, you know, attention yeah, yeah. to detail. It was fine. Um, go, go watch the video. He's, he's listen, the, this thing is just whatever that the Sebastian Bach, Ronnie Rocky thing is, is funny. Uh, Ronnie Rocky still a piece of shit anyway. So, and, and that's still technically a wrestling talk because he is for some reason dating someone in AEW who, mm. whatever mm. lights go down. Everyone's watching. Everyone's got their, their, their cell phone cameras out and everyone's excited. They got their lights on and they're doing that whole world thing. And then all of a sudden they cut to different characters in the crowd and they are just the most heinous looking things I've ever seen. They did Huskus the pig with his stomach hanging out. And I was like, wow, Karen Cross has let himself go in the last 20 minutes. No. And then they do, uh, what do they do? Mercy is next, I guess. Yeah, that's the vulture. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he's he's looking good with that uh, the Hawaiian shirt on. Abby the witch is there. Abby looks different. Like I, d- I didn't even recognize it. Yeah, I guess she was a skull in the eye, but she was more like yes, yeah, 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 yeah. But this was like a it looked like a the skull of a uh, of a cow or something. Um, and then the fiend in the front row, and I was which immediately- okay. Up until that, I was like, ah, shit, shit, they ah, are crap. And then and then the fiend was there, and I was like. Okay, there's hope for a better interpretation. Let's watch what happens. I knew that it wasn't Bray because, yeah. like, the, well, the person it really just like all stout and wide, yeah, but like not in the was, same way. The person like, was just tiny. And yeah, just Bray's got a like, very specific body shape that I don't think I like. The only one similar might be Ron Perlman if he went to the gym a lot more. Like, yeah. Oh, and Ramblin' Rabbit. I forgot about Drugs yeah, Bunny over yeah, there. Drugs Bunny. <laughs> Just out there looking haggard as anyway. It was way closer to the uh, Donnie Darko rabbit that one now. Yeah. And then they go into the uh, they go into the the Firefly Funhouse and everyone's dead and it's all covered dusty with cobwebs. Yeah. Now does that mean it's over or does that mean they're cleaning it up and bringing it? Back? Impossible to tell. That's the thing. It, it's <laughs> yeah. Is that an original or did you steal that? I, that's, that's me, baby. Beautiful. Like you're gonna see that a lot more now. <laughs> um, yeah, someone's taking that. Um, using it. Yeah, yeah. So, oh my God. Yeah, I don't know where this is going. It could be. Like I said, remember what I said when he was coming back. This is it. He can either prove to me that it was Vince McMahon holding him down all along, or he's gonna show me his whole ass and be like, "Oh yeah, you're kind of dumb." <laughs> And we'll see. The jury is still out after that display because I do not know. If he is making a faction of come alive puppets, no thank you. I'd want nothing to do with that. It has been the dumbest, lamest recirculated concept that the internet has taken and run with. And let me tell you, it's not the best and brightest of the internet. Um, it's people who I, whose opinions I don't love. <laughs> so Yeah, exactly. Um, and so we'll see where it plays out. We'll see what happens. I'm seeing in the chat they're saying the skull that Abby was wearing was the Luke Harper. 
the Luke oh, Harper that's, skull. That's a nice touch. No problem. And that, that. is a nice touch. If that's um, the case, all about that. That's funny, crazy. Graham. You mentioned the that reminded you of Saw. My wife, who doesn't watch horror movies, immediately said Saw when she saw that. So I think that was intentional. Yeah. Because like if she can pick up on it, then like um so, it looks like the fiend is not really a thing in this iteration of Brain. And that's so exactly like having him having the fiend be external from Bray Wyatt gave me a little bit of hope. I was like, okay, no, we're taking a trip through where he's been to get to this new doorway, this new opening, this new portal, right? So he yeah. comes out and he's got that mask and he looks like a weird gargoyle. And I was like, okay, that's not a, I don't love that mask. I don't hope that's not a thing, but then he takes it off. And it was with like a certain type of intent that gave me some hope that maybe we're not going to focus on the mask thing, that maybe it is Bray Wyatt again. Oh, and yeah, yeah people comparing it to the black phone one. Yeah, big time, big time. Yeah. That look like I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up that photo. I mean, it's it's currently yeah, yeah, the yeah. Uh, it's it's the, the what thumbnail. do you call it the thumbnail. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna bring it up just so people can see. But vamp for a sec. Talk while I put. This uh, yeah. So okay, he opens. He kicks open the door, and that's all cool. And he does the 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 world eater like blow out the the lantern thing, and he he's Bray Wyatt, and that's what I'm really really hoping that this is gonna be because he can do this right. All he has to do is never have a belt ever. <laughs> like, yeah. So like it would be tough to wrestle in that. No, like he's got sight, but like breathing in that looks cumbersome. So I don't know that it's going to be a big wrestle thing. I don't think he's going to do, I got to put up the overlay again. Um, I don't think he's going to do any weird um mask stuff. I think he's going to wrestle as Bray. And then I think that the fiend does become a character a that he like, does like once in a while. Demon, yeah. Yeah, and that's fine. Like it's understandable. Totally. No issue with that. But other than that, I mean, if this is a completely different character, we saw that this week they announced that they uh they brought in someone from uh from I think from Marvel who's also a big wrestling fan. I forget his name. His last, I think his last name is Lee, but either way, yeah. um someone in the chat can remind me who it is. But either way, this guy is a continuity nerd and that's something that WWE's needed forever and ever on that. So much. Yeah. And now there's an opportunity here to actually have someone who can not only tell the story but also continue to make the story make sense. And that's good. We yeah. need that. Like, because I think Bray has a lot of great ideas. It's just I'm not 100% sold on the execution yet. And that's not necessarily his fault. It's because of Vince McMahon's touch, maybe. But we don't know that for sure. We aren't backstage. We weren't there for those conversations as much as anyone wants to pretend they were. Like, Bray might have screwed up his gimmicks himself, for all we know. And I'm not willing to give him 100% like benefit of the doubt on that. I'm willing to see this. But he has never done anything flawless yet. So let me see him stick the landing on this. If we go into this like edgy 14-year-old crap with all the Dante references, if this turns into an Alice in Wonderland thing, I'm not I'm not invested. Like I, I th- I'm gonna think it's really small-minded, like again, an edgy 14-year-old thing that is like great for pro wrestling. I'm not saying that if you enjoy that, you, there's something wrong. It's just definitely not for me. And right. that like and that's the thing. Like, I don't think that Br- I don't. I'm not saying Bray Wyatt's a genius yet. I won't say it until I see that he does something really, truly creative. Firefly Funhouse was a tremendous gimmick idea that never got its fair shake because of the other garbage, right? So we'll right. see. Like he's had lots of really strong ideas. The execution has never been good, and it's not his fault. It's it may be not his fault. It could be this. So so. I think um, when Triple H was on Ariel Hawani's show. He put it best because Helwani asked about a bunch of free agents who had not yet fully officially signed um, or at least shown up on TV. So he'd asked about Braun Strowman. He asked about Naomi Sasha last and he asked about Bray Wyatt. And when he asked about Bray Wyatt, I think Triple H had the best answer. And that was when you have a guy who was that creative. Yes. And has this many ideas and a billion ideas a minute, you need to harness that creativity and you need to work with him collaboratively to see the vision that both operates for the character and for the company. And I think Paul triple H knocked it out of the park with that answer, because it's exactly what was needed for Bray Wyatt to feel like coming back. Isn't just him being told, this is your character. We're going to take care of it for you. This is his character. These are his ideas. He has people who can, he can lean on, that he can work with and potentially make this into a much bigger role. And it never felt to me, and I could be wrong because I don't know the inner workings of backstage when it comes to this. It never felt like Bray was like, give me the title. 
Give me the no, championship, no, and I'm going to be the guy. And this here's the thing: like, as much as I'm saying that, that's just because we don't know for sure. Like, it's just like I don't know absolutely for certain. So, like, I'm I'm giving it the possibility. I'm cautiously optimistic because in my gut, do I feel like Vince was the problem? Of course I do. Like, we we all know that, but we don't know for sure. And now is the time for Bray to either stand and thrive on his own or flounder. And like, we just do not know until it happens. Um, some of the teasing, like I said, was very kind of dim-witted to me. Like, I don't like allusions to Inferno. It's childish at this point. Like Something that someone brought up to me, and I think this is actually a good, a good shout. If you were willing to do the work and go down the proverbial rabbit hole, um, that was great. All the power to you. But the expectation wasn't that everybody does it mm-hmm. because it wasn't like everything. Everything was leading to Bray, but some things were just like, we're going to hearken back to this and that because you're a big Bray fan and we're going to reward you at the end with this reveal. It was never a big secret. No. And because and of that, yeah. it worked. I, I think for people who are perpetually online or just like, I am sick of this story. Well, yeah, if you're online and all you're reading about is Wyatt theories, then yeah, you're going to yeah. burn out and get sick of it. But if you take it as like, this is entertaining for me. This is something like I, I want to investigate and put my time into this because I like this character and because I give a damn great. You're going to be invested and you're going to be rewarded at the end as you were last night. But um, you're not going to feel super burnt out because this is only the beginning of what could be a larger program. With exactly. And like the one thing that's giving me more hope with that, with the, the teases and all that was that all of the teases on the program, I actually really enjoyed. Like yeah. I enjoyed the stuff that was on TV. Once everyone found the, you know, once they all went down the rabbit hole, they found pieces that I was like, and that might just be like, okay, you want to go down the rabbit hole? Let me take you down the rabbit hole for an unsatisfying finish of a bunch of red herrings. Right. And yeah. that would be fine with me if he's just like, I can manipulate these people. I can make you dance, right? If he is like this puppet master guy in a in a in a in his cult leader kind of identity, then I'm very much interested in what he can do with it because I think that's really fascinating. Using the name the White Rabbit is risky because one, like I said, I don't want Alice in Wonderland illusions. I don't need this Tim Burton crap. Like it is very like edgy teenager, like hot topic crap. Um They'll buy the merch though, so it works. And they will buy that and whatever. If you want to use that as like an edge piece to be part of the merch, but just make the meat of it like a bit more nuanced, and I'm fine yeah. with that. It's difficult to call yourself the white rabbit when an active WWE wrestler had that gimmick in a different place. Like that that gets messy, and I don't care for that because it just shows like if he's actually going to go by the white rabbit, that's kind of a lack of creativity. <laughs> I don't think it so, is. I think the white rabbit. I don't think so either. A, a, yeah, yeah. I, 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 means to an end we're gonna find out um, and like i, I think it's goes. more playing with the concept of a rabbit hole like i yeah, think yeah. that's where he's getting it which is better like that is good writing which is encouraging so and i still want people to be joining him in mm-hmm. his journey i want other wrestlers to join in yes he needs it this is my buddy who's like more casual is just like here's the thing no belts ever give him a few guys t- to mess with in a faction and he wrestles maybe once a month like, and let those let those guys who are flocking him, like Ravens flock, let them be tag team champions. Yes, exactly. Like do them week in the week to week stuff. Put them on TV doing the actual wrestling with Bray just as this specter. Like they're in video packages in the background at ringside. All that's fine. You can stretch things out. Only ever have Bray wrestle like once a month, like he was doing before. Like you know, a lot of pieces were fine. It's just that the the audibles they were calling kept screwing things up. So. So it's funny. I see in the chat people saying bring in Rowan and Dallas, Bo Dallas. Um, if <laughs> this is never going to happen, if no. Bray came to Impact, they would have done that. Yes, Impact 100%. would have brought yeah. them in and done not as like done a title uh, story, but they wouldn't have given them the titles. Or maybe they would have because Impact loves bringing in people from the outside and giving them titles on their first nights in. C one Kazarian, comma Frankie will. I'm not going to talk about that here, Uh, especially with everything that's going to go on after the fact. I'm not going to spoil you. So I see in the chat, people are talking about who else is unsigned. Uh, Bronson Reed does have an NJPW contract. He has a new Japan contract. Mm -hmm. Uh, Leo rush has been appearing for GCW. He showed up the other night. Tegan Knox is, there's a lot of visa stuff going on there. I don't know what's going on. Um, 
Uh, Big Demo was supposed to be doing controlling narrative stuff. <laughs> uh, Drake Maverick does work for the company already, doing creative yep. as a producer, and Sasha Naomi. So, okay, I'm not saying anything official. I'm not saying that this is not a report. Don't take it as such. And not that anyone ever would, because no one ever takes it seriously. That's why we're on it Sundays at noon. I think they've been back for a while, and I think that, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I think a lot of their appearances are coming from WWE, WWE coordinated. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're working very much as like, a, don't, don't talk about us. Don't mention us. You go and you do these things and you're just the hottest people going right now. You're, you're on the ascent. You're on the rise. You're big Hollywood stars. You're walking New York fashion week. You're appearing on the red carpet for she Hulk. You're doing all this stuff together. And yeah, which like, very- I didn't know they. I'm surprised that they're that close. <laughs> like I didn't know. Well, that's the thing. When I keep seeing Sasha is like with Naomi, I'm like, they're not like they're not that bestie. Yeah, bestie. Like, like, they're, they're like friends. They were always friendly. Yeah, I didn't know they were like an inseparable pair, though, which is strange in IRL. You know, like that's what always kind of caught me. And then you know, the other week Naomi was like, I have, uh, you know, I, I have headshots now, and I was just like, oh, yeah, okay, you have headshots now. Guess who else can get headshots? I can anyone. get headshots. Yeah, literally anyone. <laughs> I really do think that they've signed. I really do think they're coming back. And I really do think that, you know, around Survivor Series, if not at the event itself, is where you unleash them back into the WWE world. I'm know. glad they've shown restraint with it, though. I'm, I'm glad to have them still be gone for this for all this time. Like, I'm not and again, disappointed I think the intention, by any of the anticipation, right? And again, I, th- I believe highly that the anticipation, the the the, the, um, the plan for them was to do all of the things that they are currently doing. Yeah. But once triple H came into control, they were like, let's, let's keep doing this. Let's keep bringing you doing it. Let's get you onto bigger and better, better projects, bigger and better events. And you will show up and walk red carpets and do all this stuff. Um, but then you come back to us. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, with with Bronson Reed, I'm pretty sure he has a deal of some sort of New Japan. I just to answer that in the chat, but uh, he's I don't think he's a free agent. Uh, and I do think they could be mystery partners for War Games. Sasha and Naomi yep. could. And if anything, you would have two people get taken out by them, and they would come and just and join the fray. Why yeah. not? Sure. Do you bring them back as faces or heels? They got to be care. faces. They got to yeah, be. It's got to be face. Uh, yeah. I don't know that that part of things has been bungled a bit lately. The this division of who I'm supposed to root for, both AEW and WWE, everybody's a damn tweener, and I'm sick of it. Like, yeah. like the Ronda Live match was baffling because it's like I don't know who the fans are supposed to be behind here. Like, and I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on. And it's the same that like that's like everybody in AEW right now. I don't know if Pac is like a villain or not. Like. I, he keeps cheating, but no one cares. Like, but then they make, then they make hay out of the Jericho stuff. So I, I don't know. I don't know what is going on anymore. <laughs> so this has been a largely WWE show because Extreme Rules. Yeah, um, we just had a pay per view. Well, well, let, uh, just last couple of things about AEW, and uh, actually, I want to mention Greek Town Wrestling is uh, is next week. We're, we're hoping to, we're hoping to be there. I got to reach out to Channing and get our stuff all sorted out, mm. especially now because we found out last night. That so first of all, it was supposed to be Godfather was supposed to appear. Yeah. And then Godfather couldn't appear, so then it was gonna be Billy Gunn. And then yeah. Daddy Ass was like, I can't do the show. So now they replaced him with a huge upgrade, in my opinion. They brought in Wardlow for yeah. Greek Town Pro Wrestling this week. Um, or I guess it's next Friday or Saturday. We'll be there. Well, my hope is to interview Wardlow. Don't quote me on that, but I'm gonna try my best to get a few words with him, even five minutes, have some fun. And uh yeah, Greek Town's gonna be running uh on the Friday night at the church as as it should be tim but i'm looking forward Wait, is to it that. friday night is it it's friday or, is, is it friday or saturday it's normally saturdays did they change maybe they did for this one. Oh shit okay let me get let me get the stuff and we'll, we'll figure it out yeah, but anyway yeah. um so there's that and while while we do that let's very quickly touch on um we mentioned it offline you and i the sammy guevara and andrade stuff um i only want your opinion on this because i because you and i talk about how you're not like attached to the news of wrestling and the backstage stuff. You largely want to watch the show and get invested yeah. through the shows. Um, you heard about what happened with Sammy and Andrade. Yeah. Kind of. I don't it, understand really what's happening with Andrade. Like, I, I oh, don't know. 
Andrade is upset. He gave an interview uh, in Spanish and basically called out Sammy Guevara and talked about a time when Sammy was crying over having you know, his uh, Andrade's shots being too hard. And then Sammy <laughs> and Andrade got into it on Twitter. All right. Yeah. And they, I, yeah. yeah Sammy, Sammy, Sammy Guevara just piling on the like, why am I supposed to like you? <laughs> yeah. So Sammy the gaslighter and then Andrade showed up at TV and reportedly they got into a scuffle. Andrade was sent home. Uh, Sammy was kept on the show, wrestled the main event, got the pin, which feel how you feel. Which is like, why are we continuing to make such bad decisions? Anyway, whatever. I just, I want your, I want your, I just want your opinion on it before we go off the air, because it is something that we've seen, unfortunately, quite a bit of, uh, in that a lot of the backstage stuff is becoming part of the AEW lore, or it's taking away from the planning of the shows. I mean, it's taking away from it if they have to rewrite shows the night of because of it. Um, the personnel decisions they're making are confusing, but I mean, it's not that confusing when you have a rich boy, like a, a rich daddy's boy running something like that's that he doesn't know anything about people management. He, this is a mess. Um, Andrade, if he's being sent home, so should have Sammy. Like, I don't care who was the provocateur in there. Like. Sammy's got Sammy clearly has a track record of problematic behavior. Um, It would be fine if they could turn this into something interesting and do this meta like tease where they're breaking the fourth wall and kind of making like lying to people about stuff. They're already doing this right now. Are they doing it? I mean, they did it with the MGF story. They're okay, going to eventually that, do it. Well, and that's the thing. Like, lead if they come back, if all of them come back. No, 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 no. You're misunderstanding. Okay. What I'm suggesting is that none of this was ever real. I'm not saying turning the shoot into into a work because that keeps ending up making really shitty matches. And that's the problem. Like if it paid off, fine, but they're not doing well. Like the 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 Eddie and Sammy match sucked. Like (laughs) that's gonna bring it up. (laughs) Like that's what doesn't work. Like if they were lying about this entirely and they're just using like dirt sheets and stuff to tell a, a, a different story. That's fine. If it was paying off in an interesting way, but they're yeah. taking real life problems, resolving them, putting them on screen. And then everyone's too scared to lay their shit in. So they put on these really boring matches, like with again, no build on the TV show because they're not slowly doing it. They're rushing to the finish of literally everything they do, which is wasteful. Like all of these matchups coming up, for no good reason, like great in ring because all these guys can work, but like no justification for anything. Wardlow's still in a six man program. Like great match with Brian Cage. Yeah. They all doing great matches. Like I'm seeing tons of amazing matches. I'm not getting much of a story for why they're happening. Pac wrestles twice for some reason in a place that has so much talent that like a lot of people aren't getting their shine, but let's have Pac wrestle twice in one night. And also let's, Let's disregard any sort of cav- like we'll talk about. Yeah, well, I'll wrestle you on Friday, even though they're wrestling after Dynamite on the same night. But then let's break that fourth wall and talk about it on commentary with Pack wrestling the same night, even though Rampage, we're airing Ra- Rampage was live. Yeah, I'm just letting you know Rampage was live. No, no, that's the thing. They and do, Battle they, of the Belts was live. Ba- Wait, what? Both shows were live. So commentary is just. Dumb, what? possibly. Yeah, I'm, I'm 99 sure this rampage was live. Yeah, they were in. in, in okay, no, wait, wait. So, so where was the six man match? Was that six, not on TV? Six man was on rampage because it replaced the Andrade match. The six man was on Friday. Yeah, and the Battle of the Belts match was right afterwards. Um. Oh, it was also Friday. It was also Friday. They did. Oh two my hours. god! Sorry, I thought it was Saturday. I, I watched after the fact. No, okay. No, last night was Saturday, and that was uh, that was that was Extreme Rules. Yeah, it was got all- it. Okay, so that's me. Okay, never mind. Disregard all of that other than why is Pac wrestling twice. <laughs> and again, it was because of the Andrade stuff, but they should have yeah, had yeah, something yeah. else going on. It was very strange. Let's see, you have a massive roster. Like, just have different, like, different irons in the fire, right? Like, yeah. so you can actually draw on things rather than just shoehorning in a, these two seem like they'll wrestle well together. Let's do that. Last thing I want to say, and I, I do that's want to so funny. I'm so embarrassed. It's very funny. Well, See, that's thing. I don't know the calendar. I just watch the shows. Like I'm not yeah. that well, like, and also they have a weird thing going on with like when they're going to be live for rampage or when they're not. So like most of October, they're going to be live for rampage except for this week on the Toronto show. Cause that's being taped on Thursday Yeah, and then aired live on, or aired on 
on Friday. It's a lot. Yeah, I, I will say. So someone's mentioned like it's fair. It's like ah, uh, okay. So part of my criticism of that was that the commentary had kind of broken the narrative part of it, right. which they normally do not do. I thought that it was a Friday Saturday show. Gotcha. So that that makes more sense to me. Like normally they're okay with like, yeah, it's Friday, and it yeah, it is twenty five minutes later, but like at least it's aired on Friday and the TV show, like the stuff internally is consistent. That's what I was criticizing. Last thing I want to touch on was from battle of the belts. Uh, they did Jade versus Willow Nightingale. Mm. A lot of people, I, un- I, un- I understand a lot of people were like, Oh my God, they're going to belt up Willow because of the no. promo she did. Why did they on think that? <laughs> okay. Well, because no. the promo on Wednesday yeah. was basically her being like, listen, Jade, you've beat me three times. So now I got to win this one. And I was thinking to myself, well, yeah, she technically she should really win this one because otherwise she looks like a chump. Jade's beaten her once in singles and I think twice in tags. Either way, okay, Willow loses another one. It was like to Jade. And I just think it looks, it's such a stupid thing to, why bring that up? Why would you bring up the fact that you've lost to Jade so much that you're going to lose again? It was just, it was very silly. I mean, Willow's got time to build back up. So I'm less That's concerned about fine, that. Like, I think it's important just... to keep Jade super strong. But yeah, maybe just find Jade a different dance partner. I'm <laughs> like... all for it. You know what? I'm I'm all for them running Willow versus Jade, but I'm not for Willow having her promo be like, you yeah. beat my ass a bunch, so maybe you'll do it again. I didn't like that. I and that's, I don't know, that, that could have just been a slip that they but decided the, to keep no, in because it's banned. No, it wasn't. It's it not was script there. Very clearly in there. And then, and then Tim, they do the Nyla LOL. I got your belt. Oh my God. Yeah. That, that irritated me. I was like, Oh, this again, this is very uninteresting. Like Nyla it's not even shown up and just beat the shit out of Jade. And then you can take the belt, but no, instead no, no. Of the it's, LOL. I'm taking it's your BTE belt from Nyla now. That's it. That's what you get. Everything is everything. Like, I'm going to be fine watching Nyla and Jade. I love Nyla Rose. I think that Thank, she is yeah. so entertaining, and I think she's a great promo and a great – she's actually a very good wrestler if you if you give her the time. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how her and Jade work, yeah, but curious. just the way that they went from the Willow into the Nyla thing, like it just did Again, not the, work. The ability to tell a story is just really lacking because like that's yeah. such a point. And like, why is Vicky Guerrero still with Nyla? She doesn't need It was very strange. Yeah, um, I'm sorry, friends. We're not. We, we normally don't shit on AEW like this. It was just a couple. No, of no, no. Really, on. not normally. Like it's just been frustrating lately, and yeah, it's because it of the backstage chaos that is throwing plans into disarray, and it's not being managed well. Like we'll see what happens Wednesday. Dynamite is live in Toronto. It's going to be some good matches. We'll see if we get tickets or if we end up going at the last minute. Who knows? Let's get out of here, Tim. Where can yeah. people find you on the internet? Well, you can find me at Timstone B T M B S T O N E P Twitter Instagram. My favorite. Uh, I'm at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. It's, uh, what are we, Fightful Overbooked. YouTube.com slash Fightful Overbooked. Dropping content daily. Hopefully. (laughs) Uh, Canadian friends, happy Thanksgiving. It is Thanksgiving weekend here in Canada. So hope you enjoyed some time with family and friends, whatever you choose to do. Let's get out of here. Did I do the thing? I am at Joel. Yeah, I said that and I said the, the thing. And oh, then I got to say the last thing, the ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. We'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Bye bye.